get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kylie and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. As we head out to our guest line and welcome in one of my favorites, Tyson Nash, former St. Louis Blue, now a part of the Arizona Coyotes organization as a broadcaster. But the main reason is because yesterday we found out that his former teammate, Pierre Turgeon, and not his former coach, but he's been around the NHL long enough, Ken Hitchcock, is both headed to the Hall of Fame, among many others. Tyson, great to have you. Let's start with Pierre Turgeon. When I heard his name go in, I said, finally, because I've been advocating for this guy to get into the Hall of Fame for about the last five, six seasons. Your thought on Pierre Turgeon going into the Hall of Fame? Well, first of all, you know, congratulations to, to both those guys. Uh, they're both Hall of Fame people. Uh, I think that's the first thing that stands out to my mind. I know Pierre Turgeon, uh, when I first came to St. Louis as a rookie, this guy was one of the best veterans, one of the the most welcoming teammates uh, I've ever had. And, you know, when you walk in as a rookie, you know all about Pierre Turgeon. You know he's a superstar in the National Hockey League. Um, and he's one of the first guys that comes over and welcomes you to the team and makes you feel comfortable. Uh, and then you go out there as a rookie and watch him perform. You watch how he works. That's what stands out the most for me. He had all the skills, all the talent. Uh, but this guy went out and he was the hardest worker uh, before the game doing squats and lunges and deadlifts and, and cleans in the hallway. Like, I mean, literally an hour before the game, getting himself ready. Uh, this guy was a true professional and obviously the, the points followed. Tyson, when you think about what it means to be a Hall of Famer, everybody's got one thing in particular, typically, right, that comes to mind of like, for example, with us, baseball here in St. Louis, uh, Nolan Arnato is going to be an eventual Hall of Famer. He's one of the best defensive third basemen to ever do it. When you think about Pierre Turgeon and what he was able to do that got him to the Hall of Fame, what comes to mind for you? Well, I think that he was just a, a big game player. It, you know, there were was, there was games, and of course we had a, a great team. My first year there, we won the President's Trophy, but we would march into buildings, and we had a confidence about us. Not not arrogant, but we had a belief system. And it was because we had guys like Pierre Turgeon, Pavel Dimitra, that you knew when push came to shove, you're down a goal, you're down by two, you're down by three. We, we never panicked, we never worried, because we always knew our big boys. Al McKinnis, Chris Pronger. But, you know, Pierre Turgeon was that guy up front offensively that always seemed to make the big play uh, on the biggest of stages at that moment. And I'll tell you what, that's a special player. That's what gets you into the Hall of Fame. Um, but again, and, and I think I heard Ken Hitchcock talking to somebody yesterday on some radio station or podcast yesterday. But it's the things that you remember about the guy, the, the points and the goals. You You remember all that stuff, of course, when you look at it. But the biggest thing that stands out is the character of that person being a good person, um, the kind of teammate you were. 
And, and again, obviously just showing up in, the, in those big moments. That was Pierre Turgeon. Now, Tyson, and again, we're talking with former Blues forward Tyson Nash here on BK and Ferrario. You brought up Ken Hitchcock. I did my research last night because I was curious if you had played under Ken Hitchcock. And you started in your juniors the year after Ken Hitchcock left coaching that juniors team. You, of course, went up against him in the postseason when he was the coach of the Dallas Stars. What type of individual, from your perspective, was Ken Hitchcock? Well, I, it actually goes back a little bit further for me. Uh, Ken Hitchcock was, uh, he was coaching where I grew up in, in Shore Park, Alberta, just outside of Edmonton. Uh, he was coaching the, the Alberta chain gang, uh, just as I was coming up. So it seemed like every year that I would make that jump, Ken Hitchcock would make a jump as well. And he would go to the, the next team. And that next team happened to be the Camelot Blazers. I was a listed player. Uh, they didn't have the draft back then. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I made it to the Camelot Blazers, as a 16-year-old, uh, Ken Hitchcock then made the jump, I believe, to the Philadelphia Flyers was his first opportunity. So uh, I was always around him. I never uh, was blessed enough to, to have him as a coach. Um, but this is a guy that I think I got to know more uh, after he, uh, he retired and, and uh, wasn't coaching anymore. I did a few events, a few charity events with him. And this guy is a stand-up human. And you, you, you look at the players that he... Uh, that he coached and that played under him and the relationships that he had. He was really hard on players. I, I knew that. That was uh, kind of the rumor around the, the street. But he was a motivator. He always found a way to get, you know, the most out of every single player. And some guys he had to poke and prod. Some guys I'm sure he had to stroke a little bit. And, uh, you know, but again, you look at the results. You look at what this guy has done as a coach. Uh, where he's won at every single level. This guy is the epitome of, of a coach. Former NHL forward Tyson Nash is joining us here on 101 ESPN. So, Tyson, those are the two guys uh, here St. Louis with local ties that were able to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame this year. One guy that we're still waiting for, and I have to imagine it's going to happen sooner rather than later for him, is Keith Kachuk. We've certainly been watching him as he's been uh, seeing what, what Matthew was able to do during the postseason run. Do you believe that Keith Kachuk is deserving of getting into the Hall of Fame? And what is your favorite Keith Kachuk story, if you got one? Oh, man, this guy. I mean, honestly, I, I, I look at his kids, and these guys were like, what, five years old? <laughs> He'd bring them to practice every day, and these guys would be bombing around the locker room with their ball hockey sticks. One of them, by the end of it, was crying. One of them was taking your toes off or your shins off. I mean, it was just, that's what it was about. It was about family for Keith Kachuk. And the, the biggest thing for me wasn't on the ice. Yes, he was the ultimate performer. There was nobody that I hated to, to play against more than Keith Kachuk because he could score, uh, but he could also beat the, beat the wheels off you, right? <laughs> I mean, he could, he could play any way you wanted. You'd chirp him, you'd go after him, uh, and he'd beat you in that ca- category, and he'd beat you on the scoreboard. This guy is one of the best power forwards this game has, has ever, ever seen. And uh, there's no surprise. His, his two boys are as talented uh, as they are. That family in general, um, it, it's just a, a special group. But the biggest thing for Keith is what he taught me was how to take care of the trainers, how to take care of the people that took care of us as players. Um, you know, it, it didn't go unnoticed. I mean, I think every road trip, he'd give his meal money away to, to Stan Wilson, our, our, uh, our athletic trainer in, in Arizona, uh, Ray Barilli, all the, the trainers that we had in St. Louis, automatic. This guy would take the trainers out every single road trip 
And I just, you know, I wish there was, I wish that still continued. I don't think I see it quite as much. Yeah, but the stories we hear sounds like it happens with the Kachuk boys, whether it's in mm-hmm. Ottawa or now in Florida and when Matthew was in Calgary. Tyson, one more question, non-Hall of Fame from your perspective, because a part of the Arizona Coyotes, they've been in the conversations of trade rumors this offseason. Your thoughts on potentially seeing the moves of Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and Lawson Krause? Well, I mean, they're great players, and I think a lot of teams uh, around the National Hockey League are, are looking for, for great players, players that can put you uh, put you into that next category, right? Put you over the edge that will get you to that, that next level. And uh, Clayton Keller is so talented. He is, he is certainly coming to his own. Uh, came in as a young guy, and I think as a broadcaster and as a fan, sometimes you forget that, right? All, these, all those players that you just mentioned, you come in and you, you, just because they put the jersey on, uh, you can't have those expectations. I mean, Clayton Keller was an 18-year-old kid. He, he learned. He had some growing pains. But now you look at him as a 24-year-old and the steps that he has made. Lawson Krause, absolutely ridiculous. He's caught from that old-school cloth, a lot like a, a Keith Kachuk, power forward, can fight, and now has find, uh, finally found that, that scoring touch the last two seasons. I think he can hit 30 goals. Uh, he comes at a at a real good ticket price as far as the salary goes. And Nick Schmaltz, uh, just another you know uber talented player as well. Good speed. He's all about today's NHL. So no surprise, but I would be actually very surprised if the Coyotes actually gave up uh, any one of those three. That was my follow up. Could you see a connection between the Blues and what they have in Arizona if they moved one of those three? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously you look at uh, everyone wants a power forward. Lawson Krause, I think every team in the league would uh, would want a guy like that. And Clayton Keller with the roots of St. Louis growing up there, um, you know, that that would be, uh, you know, a good fit. But we, <laughs> again, I, I'm a broadcaster. I'm the biggest Saturday <laughs> fan you're going to get. I certainly do not want to see him go. He He's a guy that, uh, as far as entertainment value, he puts you on the edge of your seat every time he hits the ice. What he did last year, coming back from that horrific injury, uh, he breaks his femur, comes back, and has a, a career year. Uh, absolutely incredible, and that's just a, a testimony to, to the player and the character that Clayton Keller has. That's great. Well, you always provided that entertainment as well. You were one of my favorites watching in St. Louis Tyson. Still are. Thank you so much for giving us some time today. Enjoy the offseason, and we look forward to catching up again soon. Absolutely. Sounds good, boys. See you next year.